Mark Howard has been training business owners for over 20 years with online business tools and strategies that help them grow and succeed. If you want to grow your business fast and save time, then keep listening. If you want to grow it even faster in less than three months, then visit www.businessmachine.biz. And now, here's Mark. In this episode of The Business Machine, I am going to give you some of the top on-page SEO tips, search engine optimization tips you can use for your website today and dispel some of the more common SEO myths that are currently going around. Did you know that you can get even more from Mark Howard, including mini marketing sessions, one-to-one sessions, and even access to his private VIP Facebook group? Interested? Then head over to www.patreon.com slash business machine and check out the different memberships he has on offer today. Good day, this is Mark Howard from The Business Machine and today I'm going to talk to you about SEO or on-page SEO for your website. Now, SEO as a system, as a solution for website owners has always been been surrounded in mystery now a lot of that let's be honest it's because these seo companies surround it in mystery so they can charge more money for it that's basically what they're doing and they've been doing that and getting away for it for a long time and in fact they're still getting away for it for years and years later but there are certain tips and tricks you can do on your website today that will actually help out your seo onboarding that will get you ahead of the crowd now there are a couple of things you do need to consider when doing seo regardless of using an seo company or using yourself now, the first thing I will turn around and say to you is SEO has changed massively over the last year or so. Rather than it being more of a national thing, it's now become a more of a local thing. So what I mean by that, people don't tend to search for, I don't know, web designers in in the UK. They will tend to search for web designers in the local area. People are really shopping more local now. And that's really how your SEO has to be focused these days. You have to focus more on the local area. That's the first thing you have to take into consideration with this. The second thing is with SEO, it's not a quick fix solution. Not like Google Ads, for example, or even Facebook adverts, where you can put out an advert and literally within minutes your advert's appearing on their platform. No, SEO takes a long time and it can take up to six months before you start to generate any kind of real results. The great thing, however, with SEO is if you do it right, if you do it properly from day one, that once it's there, it tends to stay there. And it's very easy to keep it at the top of the search engine rankings. Now, my company, I have a specific SEO team that I have in place that work for my company and they help my customers out. They produce some excellent results. And I mean, some of the results they produce have been outstanding. My clients literally within three to four months have been getting work through the website, through the search engine optimization that they've been doing. And it's about getting people to page one on keywords that people are searching for, specific keywords that people are searching for. But again, I said more from a local area rather than a national one. And that has been the key for everything that we're doing at the moment. Now, a lot of the SEO companies you see will charge an absolute fortune for it. And I can see that now. And they, they do this because they say, well, we're going to do this. And it's got to be, you've got to be a number one, and emergency, major keywords and all this, work, you know, blah, blah, blah. But these people have got software in the background that they, they use that will keep them up, up to the top of the rankings. And they will use any old excuse to get you going. 
Soft pitch here. This is really soft pitch. I'll put a link into our SEO services at the bottom. If you want more specific SEO services that you want a paid solution, you know, give me a shout. Our SEO starts literally at £250 a month. It's as simple as that. And you get top ranking uh, SEO on your website uh, from literally within three to four months. So it's, it's worth having a look at. And I'll tell you, we're probably one of the cheapest around at the moment as well. What I mean by that is probably the cheapest around uh, that's going to give you guaranteed results not these hundred pound guys that you see about at the moment as well which are starting to come through the cracks god knows why but they're starting to come through the cracks and they're just not delivering but but the point of this podcast is and i'm saying this now is to how you increase your traffic with uh, on a budget with seo on your website that's what this podcast is about and that's where we're going to get to right now before I get too involved, before I get too deep into the list of things that you need to do on your website, and I'm going to give you a definitive list, by the way, so don't worry about that. The list of things you're going to do, I'm going to just take you back a few years. I'm going to go back probably about 15, maybe 16 years ago from a client of mine I was sitting down talking to, and he had a website. I may have mentioned this on other podcasts, but it's a great story, so it's worth retelling. He had a website that we built for him, and it's quite an advanced website as well. And he said to me one day, he says, oh, we're on page one of Google for all these key terms. And he showed me these key terms he's on page one of Google for. And to be perfectly honest with you, I was absolutely gobsmacked because these key terms were some kind of you know random keywords. These were very specific, high-ranking keywords that he was on, on the top of Google for. And when I asked him, his name was Colin, I said, hey, Colin, how, how did you get to the top of Google with this? Are you using some, I actually said to him, are you using an SEO company? He said, no, I'm not doing any SEO on the website at all or using an SEO company. And I said to him, well, what are you you're doing? And he said, I'm blogging. I'm literally blogging on my website. But what he was doing was very clever. He was using specific keywords within his blogs and then using techniques, which I'm going to take you through in a second, which helped him rank higher up. Now, it did take him about six months. He was blogging, blogging about twice a week from memory, maybe a little bit more. So he had a lot of content on his website. That's the important thing that he had going for him. And that's why he got to the top of Google very, very quickly for these SEO keywords. The thing is, with your website, it doesn't matter how your website's built, who's built it for you, if you've built it on your own, if you've built a Wix system, for example, it doesn't matter. These tips I'm going to give you will help you out. Now, I do know with Wix, for example, certain elements of SEO that you may need to pay for, just be aware of that. If you've got a WordPress system, everything I'm going to talk, talk about now is all within the WordPress system and it's all accessible by yourself. So it's not like you're going to be sitting there going, I don't know how to do this. It's actually quite easy and we're going to get straight into it right now. So number one on your list, this is the first thing, heading tags. Now these are your H1 tags, H2 tags, those type of things. And they should be the page or post title or needs to be H1 tags or even H2 tags. A lot of my tagging I, do, I use is actually H2 tags, believe it or not. I don't use many H1s at all. I tend to use H2. My top tip here, though, is to make sure that you format the tags. So rather than having some huge you know, 500 point um the font suddenly blaring in someone's face just you know format them down so just even though they're h1 you can actually format them change the style down to a nice font size that's not too in somebody's face so, so give it a nice for a headline and make sure that the the tags 
are specific to what you're looking for. So, for example, uh, rather than putting in, I, I don't know, a car mechanics uh, UK, just put in the car mechanics, your local area, that, that, that type of thing will really help. So the engines need to know the most important headings and on your pages. Again, all these tips you can use in your blog post, by the way. Hint, hint. So the heading tag is number one when it comes to your your blogs and your SEO. The next thing you need to look at is your title tags. Now, the title tag controls the page title in the browser, you know, that bit at the top. And it's an important element as you have the ability to encourage a click-through from someone looking through the search engines. Now, you've got up to 60 characters you can use here. And a lot of people tend to misuse this. So, for example, I'll give you, the concept, I'll give you an idea. Uh, somebody might put, I don't know, uh, my website for slash contact you know that the, the contact is not really going to do anything they've got keywords you can use in there for example or for slash about us it's not going to do anything so rather than having something so uh, generic have something like uh, about the business machine or about my web design company or about web designers in Horsham that type of thing contacting web designers in Horsham for example would be one I may use I don't use it specifically on my site but I would could use that for what I'm doing. So have a little bit of think about your pages and all your website pages, especially the landing pages. Think, right, what is this page about? What product service I'm doing? And make sure that product service is in the title tag and also make sure that the it's again keeping it very very local so you know my products for slash my products hyphen and then the the local area is a great way to do it your next area is your meta description so you've done your h1 tags you, you've done your title tags this is your meta description uh, the meta description is uh, the ability for the 160 characters that you normally see on Google, so you've got your title comes up and then you've got a little bit more of a description underneath. Uh, this is a great way to be a bit more descriptive and, and introduce the page to clients and encourage people to click through from the search results. Again, make sure you use your primary keyword in here or key phrase. That's the other thing as well, use key phrases. Uh, again, if you're not sure, I'm going to link you to a system called Jarvis, which you, they have the ability for you to put in a title or put in a small description and it would actually change the description uh, to be more I, I guess user friendly and easier for people to see and it actually makes it easy it stands out more so it, it just grabs people more so have a look at that and it's and i use it all the time by the way the other thing to remember is uh, whilst i recall doing this podcast at the moment is i will put in some links to some really good seo packages that you can use i prefer for example on my website to use a company called rank math again i'll put that in the link below i'm not affiliated to them in any way shape or form uh, but they, i just found that they're very very good especially when they're doing their seo for websites and how they lay it out it makes it very easy for you to see the meta description the tags and so on and so forth so that's a great way to do it imaging on alt tags alt text now every image on your website should have an alt text now, images don't aren't seen by the search engines at all on your website. They don't see those, but they can use an alt text on them instead. Now, the, the thing is with images, what people tend to use is that they, they tend to keep them very, very simple. So they've got a picture of, I don't know, a car. Somebody put, you know, this is a car or let's put a car. 
rather than putting in what car it is or what make a model, but you know, put something descriptive in there. And for people who are visually impaired, you know, they've got software that picks up on the alt tags as well, so they want to know what the image is about. So be a little bit descriptive on your alt tags. Again, you're very limited to what you're going to be able to put in there. However, the one top tip I can give you of this, and this is another another top tip, is when you're naming your image. So when you created your image, the JPEG or the PNG, whatever you're going to be using. Again, rather than putting it, you know, I don't know, a homepage image one or something like that, which I've seen on some sites, you know, actually give the image a name which has got your keyword or phrase in it. Another top hint for you, by the way. That's a great way to get your SEO up the rankings as well. One of the most important areas about any website is your internal linking, and that's basically internally linked from the pages from one page to the next page. Now, this is more specifically on blog posts, and if you want to see a very, very good example of this, and I'm going to say this now, go to the BBC's website, that's bbc.co.uk, have a look at how they do their blogging. And now, I'm on their site a lot for, more for the soccer and stuff, but if you look on their posts, their write-ups and their reviews and everything else, they have like an introduction and there'll be three links, three or four links underneath from up to other articles that are relevant to that article they're writing about. And that's a great way to do internal linking on your website. Probably one of the best around and I, I strongly recommend you just look at how they format their pages out as well. So the internal linking really is a great way for the robots that they come in they look at your pages on your website and then what they do is they index a page but they will then follow any links that are on that page to the other areas of your website so that's why you want to be doing internal linking try and keep your external linking as to a minimum that's links to other websites keep them to a minimum as much as possible and uh, if you do do them you can put on external links just put a no follow on them for example and then google won't follow them but make sure you've got a lot of internal linking but don't overdo it make sure the internal linking is relevant so if you're doing a blog article about blue widgets for example you know make sure it's going into other articles about widgets or the services about widgets rather than taking it onto something that's completely irrelevant to the, the reader as well so going back to what i said earlier ron have a look at what the bbc are doing absolutely brilliant and the way they're doing it as well. Now, the final area that I'll always talk about, always, always talk about, is being responsive, and that's the mobile responsiveness of your website. Uh, Google and other search engines give more weight to websites display well on mobile devices. No, I should say they display well. Now, your website should be designed for mobile in the first perspective, taking into account that the fact that 40% or more of your visitors may be on some kind of mobile device. So... Make sure your website is a mobile responsive. Make, and what I mean by that, it's got the, the hamburger menu at the top, the images all format correctly, the fonts and everything all format correctly, and it's easy to read. Google will pick up if it's not mobile responsive, and it will mark you down for it as well. So make sure it's done properly, and it's also on your site. Now, most systems these days, if you take into account WordPress, will have the ability to be automatically mobile responsive. I would say just make sure that it's working correctly because a lot of people put their mobile responsive sites together and the, the responsive ones don't tend to work as well as the, the main one. So that's the one of the top things that I would talk about. 
As always on this podcast, if you've got any comments or need any help or got any more SEO stuff that you'd like me to help you with, please put it in the description below. Please just do a reply or ask questions below. Happy to help out where you can. I will put the top links in today's podcast in the description as well so you can go and have a look at the resources that I'll talk about in the podcast. And as always, 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 if you like this podcast, you want to hear more great pure nuggets of gold for online marketing then please please do subscribe to my podcast and you'll get notified every single time a new podcast goes up